Well, if everybody's ready to go, then we will get going. All sure. good? Okay, yeah. let's hop in. Let's do it. Welcome to the Dan and Jordan Show right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. It's Saturday. It's 7 o'clock, and that means that you are a lucky person because you get to hear a half hour of made-up material featuring Dan and Jordan as usual. But this week, we've got a very special guest. That's right. We have Rachel with us. Hello, Rachel. Hi. Rachel improvises and does some opera stuff, theater things. Rachel is multi-talented and, frankly, above doing this show, but we somehow coaxed her into doing it. Oh, so hey. we thank you for I'm- that. It's an honor and a privilege to be here. Great. Well, let's do some fun stuff. Well, it's Christmas morning, kids, and I'm glad you could be here with me this year instead of with your mother. Listen, I went all out this year, okay? I bought you the presents that I should have brought you growing up. I know you're both grown now and that you have interests and all that, and I respect all that. But to me, the real dad moments I missed out on were when you were youngsters. So... I know you like to be called James now, but Jimmy, I got you that baseball mitt you've always wanted. I mean, it's a nice mitt. I can put it on my shelf. I'd probably stick it there. It's a little too small for my hands. I mean, I'd kind of prefer to play catch with you. Now, Shelly? Yeah, Dad. Thank you for flying in here. I know you do important work now. Yeah. Overseas, living in the UK. But to me, you're always going to be that all-American girl with pigtails, you know? So I've brought you a hula hoop. A hula hoop? Yeah. Oh my gosh, thanks. You know what? Thanks, Dad. It really means a lot that you're making an effort. She's in a wheelchair now. I don't know if you can see the wheelchair. Of course I can see it, okay? Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Dad. I'm just... It's nice to be... It's nice that you're thinking of us. Well, I I am trying to think of both of you. Yeah. That's exactly my point. And Shelly, quite honestly, had you been living with me instead of your mother, maybe you wouldn't be in a wheelchair now. I don't know. I can't say for sure. I just... It is what it is. And Jimmy? My missing hands? Yeah, exactly. Maybe your hands wouldn't be quite so big. Because from where I'm standing, they look kind of freakish, if I'm being honest. Yeah, they're comically oversized, but they were cheap. They didn't have the uh, appendages that I wanted. so. And maybe you wouldn't have lost those hands if you'd been If I had been with you, I wouldn't have, because a mom took me to that buzzsaw factory, and we all know how that turned out. Exactly. That man attacked you in the parking lot and cut your hands right off. But Dad, you weren't, you weren't there, so you can't talk about it. Okay. No, well, I read about it in the newspaper, though. I was very traumatized. You were traumatized. Well, I thought, you know, my son's got his hands chopped off. My daughter's in a wheelchair. Well, and... Separate incidents well, is separate just inc- unfortunate. Okay, these are these are great gifts. Thanks. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Dad. Thank you well, so much. I brought you each one more thing. Oh, you didn't. You really didn't have Shelley, to. Shelly, I'll start with you this time. I know you always fancied yourself a princess when you were young, and that's how I remember you in my heart. So I've well, I've bought you a pony. What? And I want you to get on him and ride him for Dad. Just right in the snow. I want you to gallop him around a little bit. <laughs> I, I can't. That would make him really proud. Jimmy, I want you to help your sister onto the pony. I <laughs> don't have lifting strength in my arms. Your hands since... will do what they did as a boy, and they will lift and they will throw that ball. Now help uh, her onto that I, that pony. This okay. is kind of uncomfortable for me. I understand that but it's only half about you it's half about me as well it's just my my leg strength is literally none so i I don't think i'll be able to balance myself on the pony maybe i could just take a picture with it i could pet it a little bit strap it to the pony with the hula hoop put it around the horse holds her on jimmy well i'm just trying to be helpful problem solver see why can't you be more like your brother jimmy 
Okay, I'm sorry I snapped. This is supposed to be a fun Christmas. This is our reunion Christmas. Jimmy, just let me give you your last gift, and then we can see what happens next. What? A handshake? Yeah, a strong handshake from your pops. I can't feel it, Dad. My hands are appendages that I had to buy. There's no nerve endings in there. What was your mother spending the child support on that I sent to you, if not for nerve endings in your hands and whatever it would take to unparalyze you, Shelly? I don't want to ruin Christmas, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay? You're not ruining Christmas. I know I ruined a lot of Christmases in the past. I just wanted to make up for it. And we really appreciate it. We yeah. really do. Just, I have one last thing I want to give to you. It's kind of a collective gift. Oh, okay. This is way more gifts than we got as kids, so he's already like... That's, that is true, Dad. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, when you were kids, I wanted to stay away at Christmas time because I didn't have any money to buy you gifts. I thought, if I'm not there, maybe just forget you have a dad altogether. Plus a court order. Kind of well, mandatory. That you stay away from us. Yes, that court order was in effect as well. But I choose to believe in my heart that it was just me doing what was best for you kids. And now that your mother has died in a third separate accident, you're my responsibility, even though you're grown. We've been taking care of ourselves for years, Dad. We're, we're capable. Yeah. I mean, we get around. I know she doesn't look like it, but she can get around without a horse. That thing's got wheels. Yeah. And I live in London. I'm successful. You can be proud of us. If anything, she'd want a horse with not legs, but wheels. Be more familiar to her. Yeah, that'd be great. A horse, all right? I recognize that. You're doing great, Shelly, I know. But, well, you kind of did it without your dad, you know? So for my last gift that I'm giving to you, kids, as a collective gift, what I want you to do is I want you to both quit your jobs and I want you to come live with me. So that's what I want for you, kids. That's what I want for us as a family. I want us to come together as a family in the wake of all these tragedies. Now, no tragedies have ever befallen me. Thank God for that. You're a lucky man, yeah. yeah. Thank God for that. I am a, kind of a lucky man. You know, when you kids exited my life, I got a brand new wife, brand new set of kids. Now, I know I can't offer you a house in London with all the accoutrements, as I believe they say over there. That is what they say, And yeah. Jimmy, I can't offer you expensive hand surgeries. I could probably get that in London, too, to be fair. They, they have, some great have great doctors. clinics, great yeah. Right and mm-hmm. the National Health, obviously, takes care of all citizens. I really want you to spend the time that you would have spent growing up with dad. So I've enrolled you in elementary school. We're going to start you guys over from right where I left. We're going to run you through the grades again, and we're going to see what becomes of you with dad raising you this time. Wow. I yeah. mean, that's, that's wow. great because, like, I feel like, you know, I kind of, like, sucked at school the first time, but I feel like I could crush it now. Part of that was probably not having a father there to teach you, right? I mean, we were also children. Yeah. It's, I don't know if we'll really fit, fit in in a, in a grade one class you have the pony shelly every kid's gonna want that would be popular i would be very popular that's true i'm gonna be finger painting for like five years look at the size of those hands though jimmy you're gonna be able to cover paper after paper that's true make masterpieces yeah plus i'll probably win at dodgeball all the time once i start playing i don't think they play dodgeball in kindergarten but maybe grade three you'll have a edge in high school by the time we get to high school we'll be 50 you should be able to really kick ass at high school then by that point yeah, we're going to rule that school. We could have some sweet parties. Not here, though, okay? No parties here. Oh, oh come dad. on. See, that's the old dad. That's old dad talking. Just... What happened to new cool dad who's like, yeah, I got some gifts for you. Yeah. As the judge in this case, I just want to first say thank you for not using lawyers and representing yourselves, which I appreciate. I'm not a huge fan of lawyers, but uh, that's neither here nor there. This is about you. Now, you two are here to get divorced today, and I'm here to help you through that. 
All right. Uh, we pretty much got everything settled except for the Christmas holiday. So I will allow you to make your case as to why you should receive Christmas. Well, I've been thinking about it, actually. I think we should have joint custody of Christmas. I want to be able to celebrate Christmas, too. And I know you're celebrating Christmas with Brad now, and that's great, you know, but I want to be able to celebrate on my own, too. Jeff, this is... This is just, it's the same story all the time. Share custody of Christmas? You yeah. didn't even celebrate Christmas before we got married. No, I know. That's evidence number B. I, don't, I know we've switched to numbering things with You're letters. The judge. It's a complicated system, but look, evidence number B, Christmas card. It's only got her name on it. You didn't sign it. So, I mean, it doesn't really look like you're celebrating Christmas. You'd never signed it. The years previous, I signed it from Sheila and Jeff. Fine, I didn't sign the Christmas cards, okay? But often those Christmas cards were going to people who didn't even appreciate Christmas at all. That's not the Christmas spirit, Jeff. Let her have Christmas then. Fine. Give her Christmas. Okay. You're Thank sure there's you. no take backsies? No, it's fine. It's fine. Let her have Christmas. But damn it, I want to have New Year's then. I get New Year's, okay? Well, Christmas and New Year's is a bundle package. They come together. You can't you can't separate. Most studies say you should not separate Christmas and New Year's if it neglects both it's holidays. It's the holiday season. We try to keep New Year's and Christmas together if we can. I can send these holidays to a foster couple if you no, really want. No, 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 oh. of course not. Of course not. Judge, that is... can you do me a favor, please? Can you ask my ex-wife if she remembers her last three New Year's? Sustained. Sheila, do you remember? I'll ask the questions here. This is my courtroom. Sheila, do you remember the last New Year's? Last New Year's, I went to a New Year's party, a New Year's Eve party. I did that. Objection, yes. Your Honor. Objection. I'd like to object, please, because <sighs> the fact of the matter is she remembers it. That's exactly what happened last New Year's. She remembers it. I don't have any recollection of the events of the last three New Year's Eves. That does sound like a far better party. I'm going to sustain that. We were at the same party. I don't know that. I cannot confirm that. That's just a blank hole in my memory where that used to be. That's a sign of respecting New Year's. All right. Now, it seems like Sheila has obviously been um, holding Christmas as her favorite holiday. While you, Jeff, seem to be a nurturer of New Year's. So I'm going to suggest you split up the holidays. See, I know it's unconventional, but... It's not really the outcome I was hoping for. It's not the outcome this court was hoping for either. It's probably going to destroy both holidays and make each one terrible for you. Well, see, Sheila, just be reasonable. Let's have joint custody of both of them, okay? But how, how would that feasibly work? What, you get one Christmas, I get the next Christmas? How do we split it? I know Brad doesn't want you coming over anymore, well, so I know that he's not going to be happy with you at our place oh, sharing half the Christmas. Oh, I'm there outside your house. Brad doesn't know a thing, okay? Brad doesn't know I'm there. You don't know I'm there. Nobody knows I'm there. So... That's, I can solve that problem easily. What? You got that big Christmas tree in there, Sheila. I see how much bigger his tree is than mine, okay? Well, yeah, we got one of those where you, it comes out of the roof and you've got tree on top of the house, too. Yeah, it's pretty I know, funny. I've seen it. It's I've seen pretty... It. Judge, I think that should count in our favor that's because... that's a fake tree, Sheila. That tree is fake. Is but it's objection? enormous. I always brought in a real tree to that household. Yeah, there's a lot of objections going on, a lot of back and forth. I like both your I'm sorry, statements. I don't want to relitigate our whole relationship here, Judge. But it's okay. Uh, would either of you like to call a witness? Yeah, I would like to call a witness. As a matter of fact, I would like to call Brad to the stand. Let's bring Brad in here. Okay, uh, Bailiff, can we get Brad out from the hallway? Calling Brad Johnson to the stand. Please come in. Yeah, hey. Hey, Brad. Jeff yeah. here, as you remember. Good, Jeff. I'm going to let you... May I examine You may examine witness, the please? witness. Thank you. Brad, take a seat. Yeah, thanks. Don't even need to swear you in. I trust you implicitly. Well, I don't trust you, Jeff. 
You don't trust me. I don't want you coming around during Christmas, brah. See, he's asking respectfully. He didn't ask. He just demanded I do it. He just demanded I not do it. That's well, not respectful He demanded respectfully. You guys always have such nice pies and turkey smells coming out of your house. Well, yeah, because I do all the work at Christmas time. And Brad finally, he helps. He helps with all that Christmas stuff. Yeah, Brad, I know you got a real big tree, okay? And I know it's a fake tree, so you're not fooling anybody there. I just have one question, I guess. Yeah, what is it? What did you buy our kids for Christmas this year? That's what I want to know. Tell you what I bought them. I bought them snowboard lessons, man. I snowboard teach... lessons, yeah. Sheila. I don't got it because I teach down at the hill, so I don't even got to pay for it. I just let them in. He teaches at the hill. He doesn't even have to pay for those, okay? Well, but I mean... I the... ruined myself financially to give those kids presents every year. <sighs> presents that weren't really appreciated, Jeff. I agree. The kids did not appreciate those presents. All right, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow you to treat the witness as hostile, Jeff. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Ugh. Hey! Son of a bitch. He was being hostile. The he, judge said so himself. He did deserve it. The Brad, judge said so. Brad did deserve it. I sense tension in the room. This is going to ease the that tension. That does make me feel a lot better. I can probably can proceed more level-headedly now. I don't want to take Christmas away from you. But you know what? All this talk of Christmas, New Year's has just been completely neglected in this conversation. It's just a given that you're supposed to get it. I say no. We went to New York City, and we went to Times Square. Remember that, New Year's Eve? Yeah. We looked up at the ball, and then you got a text message on your phone right at that minute, and you looked down, and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? We're one second from go time, and Sheila's looking at her phone? All right, Jeff. It sounds like you're questioning Sheila more than the witness, I, so I'm going to excuse the okay, witness. Okay, I'm sorry, Brad. Brad I, you that, can go I don't have any beef down. with you. I'm sorry, okay? Thanks, bro. Face hurts. I'm sorry. Okay, that's some compelling testimony. I guess it's, Jeff, it's the fact that New Year's Eve is brad's favorite holiday so i guess i'm trying to just keep them together to be fair for he, us he was wearing a new year's eve hat when he came in here he wears that 365 days a year fine fine i'll sacrifice new year's as well okay i'll throw myself on my sword you can have christmas and you can have new year's thank but you guess what sheila i want every other holiday even future holidays that may get invented somehow you know what I'm fine with that. If Christmas 2 comes around, that goes right to Jeff. Well, no Christmas upgrading. 2 Christmas two would be a subdivision of Christmas. So Christmas 2, I mean, we're talking Queen Victoria Day, yeah, Family mine. Day. Those are yours. Halloween. You can even have Halloween. That's right. I'm not going to contest that. Yeah, I'm going to go with her. She holds the rights to any sequels or spinoffs yeah. that may occur to Christmas, any reboots mm -hmm. or remakes. Mm -hmm. All of those rights are going to go with fine. the It holiday. just makes sense. Fine. Yeah. But so help me, if I see even one turkey feather around your place on Thanksgiving, or I see you hand out even one glossette raisin to a kid on Halloween, and I'm going to have the cops on you so fast, Sheila, you won't even believe it. You know what, Jeff? Fine. And I'm going to install cameras so that when you're standing outside of our house smelling the turkey smell and the pie smell at Christmas, you're going to be removed from well, the property. I think that's fair. That's fine. I think that's, that's fine. fair. All those cameras. I think we have a fair agreement. Court adjourned. <laughs> You've been listening to The Dan and Jordan Show right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. And you've been loving it. Having so much fun. You keep having that fun at our archive. Check out old shows and old episodes and have a barrel of fun. I have a favorite Christmas story, and I'd like to share it with you now. That's okay. Please, yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. So one Christmas, I was at home, and everybody is like, where's Dad? Where's Dad? He's not home yet. 
And mom was like, well, you know, he's working. He's got to work late, kids. He might not be home for Christmas this year. So we were like, oh, that's too bad. Then, later on in the evening, we hear this bumping around on the, on the roof. And then somebody sliding down the chimney. And we thought, oh, my God, Santa's coming. Santa's coming. So we run downstairs to the fireplace. And who do we find there? It's just Dad, dressed up like Santa. Waiting to like, surprise him, be like, hey, I'm dressed the same as you. No, 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 not at all. Attempting to trick us kids into believing that he was Santa. My dad tried to make me think that he was Santa Claus. That's disgusting. Your Why dad he is do definitely that? not Santa Claus. That's just mean. He wanted to let me know that you can't trust anyone, basically. This is trying to teach you a life lesson. So he's teaching you a Christmas lesson. A That's Christmas pretty lesson. harsh. Most Christmas lessons are, you know, something like family's important or love your neighbors, something like that. Yeah. Wow. I'm really sorry to hear that. That must have, I mean, do you still celebrate Christmas now? I do, but Given in a that? different way now. Well, we're here for you, Gerald. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your story. Yeah, no problem. My name is uh, Frank and I'm here to share a Christmas story as well. When my dad lived uh, with us, he decided that he was going to treat us to a little Christmas surprise. So I awoke one morning, much as you did, uh, Christmas Day, full of hope and joy. Wonderment for me. Wonderment, mm, yeah. yeah. Mm. Pulled back by bed sheets, and there was the head of my dog with a note stapled to it saying, looks like you forgot to walk the dog. Merry Christmas. He did that to teach me a lesson. To always walk my dog. dog. Yeah, I mean, the lesson is obvious. Very valuable, too. Is your dog okay? My dog is okay. I have a new dog. That dog is very dead. But my new dog is fine. Still has his head attached, wow. thankfully. I'm really sorry you had to go through that, Frank. I'm not, because it taught me the valuable lesson of learning to walk my dog. So, never forgot it. Well, yeah, I don't think you'd forget that. What about you, Jenny? A Christmas story you'd like to share? I do have lots of Christmas stories. One that stands out the most was probably one Christmas... I don't know about you guys, but my mom is crazy Christmas lady. She always, you know, went all out for the family. And then one year, well, my dad left and she lost her job. And she just, she canceled Christmas. So, yeah, she hung the stockings, but they were, they were empty. Wow. My dad had a Santa Claus costume also. He didn't try to trick us though, but. You knew it was him. Going yeah, he it. was right. just, yeah, yeah. Right. And she just crumpled it up threw it on the floor and it was actually it was great though because that was the year that we all all us kids went out and got jobs so you know really to teach us self-sufficiency self-sufficiency and like you can't just expect christmas to just happen for you you have to work hard and make your own christmas happen so yeah ever since then i've i've been working you know I don't usually share that story with anyone else. I come to this group and we all share our stories. And, you know, I've heard these stories from you guys a couple of times now because, I mean, obviously they're the key stories in your memories, right? For me, that was, that was my, my reasoning. But I guess I never really realized how much dads really influence you in life like that, you know? Because I never trusted anybody after my dad said not to. Not even him. Yeah. Ever since that moment, that was basically the catalyst for everything in my life. I, um, I, I have a confession to make. I'm, I've been tempted to celebrate Christmas this year, you know? I haven't done it for a lot of years, and now I'm like, I'm looking at that calendar, and I'm thinking, here it comes. Here, we're going down that tunnel again. That's tough. That's tough. I've been walking into stores and just, like, feeling wrapping paper. Oh, don't. Oh, yeah, it's been bad. It's been wow. really bad. That's rough. Don't put yourself in that. I just walk right on by. Right on by. Don't even look at the stores. I think that's the best way to do it. 
I, I can't. That I, celebrate I can't go differently. in. I'm actually mm. doing a fully religious Christmas now. Oh. Completely took you know the other part of Christmas out of it. Made it 100 percent about the religion. Okay, but did you go with like the the Christian religion, or did you go with the pagan original? Uh, a pagan in one. okay, a pagan okay, one, of yeah. yeah. So like the most authentic. Absolutely yeah. nothing organized. I would never okay. trust an organized right. organization of, okay. of any kind. <laughs> never. You know what? I really appreciate you guys. I gotta say, because you keep me strong in times like this. I see the calendar ticking over to the 25th too. You know. We all do. I, I mean, you can't avoid it. I've been thinking, though. I almost, I almost wonder, because on Thanksgiving, I ate some turkey. Mm-hmm. Kind of traditionally something you eat at Christmas as well. And I kind of got that, you know, that thought in my head. And, you know, maybe this wouldn't be so bad. Have a turkey now. Have it at Christmas. What's the difference, right? But that's the slippery slope. Because once you start thinking those thoughts, then you're gone. Too late. You're too far. I guess if we're being honest, though, I, I can tell you guys I have had a box of Christmas crackers in my closet Knew for it. about 10 years. Wow. Knew it. Yeah. The box is sealed, but it's just like knowing that it's there kind of helps me get through. Does that make sense? No, it makes total sense to me. I actually live across the street from a ribbon factory. Hey, maybe the ribbon factory explodes and my house gets covered in ribbons. No fault of mine. Right? It's a happy accident. Yeah. I didn't do it. Accident. Thing that yeah. happened. You can dream. Sometimes I walk around with a red coat, white fringe on it. Just looking for a fat man sitting at a bench. I can drape it over, sit next to him, sit You're on his knee, maybe. You're not wearing the coat yourself, though. I carry it with me. Carrying it, okay. Carry it. I would Phil. never. No, I'm no Santa. Come on. Well, I'll tell you else who isn't Santa. My dad. That's who. Shelly, can you come over here a second? Mm-hmm. Um, what we've, is it? We've, well, we've been having some complaints about the holiday cards that you've been typing up. What? Yeah. Like, I've got this card who? here. From, well, people who've been buying them at the store, like disgruntled customers. What? This one says, Merry Christmas. Hope it doesn't suck. Yeah, that's hilarious. I mean, I, yeah, I'm i feeling the, the pulse of the millennials and I get their humor. Merry Christmas. Hope it doesn't suck. Eh. I guess that's true. It could be. I'm old. I'm old. So I thought it would be a bestseller. It is. Well, you want to talk about bestsellers. I mean, like... Look at James's cards. Those puppies are flying off the shelves. <sighs> Never a complaint. Yeah, but <sighs> James's cards are so boring. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yeah. Not tame. even an exclamation mark. An exc- like, he would deem that too aggressive. <sighs> yeah. I just, I know that James has been around here for a long time and that he's really been, you know, the guy for Christmas cards, but I thought I could make my mark and, you know, try something new, maybe open up to new demographics. Like this Christmas card with 86 exclamation marks? Yeah, it's like, get jazzed for Christmas! Yeah! People get excited! Especially the youth. I'm trying to tap into the youth. Okay, you do have your finger on the pulse of the youth. I'll give you that. You know what's going on in the youth community. Yeah. There's so many exclamation marks in this card. There isn't even anywhere to write a message. Well... If you were creative, I mean, the exclamation marks could serve as a backdrop. So I try to credit our customers with having a little more, you know, thought to them and creativity themselves. I'm going to I'm gonna pair you with uh, James for <sighs> the rest of the afternoon. Okay. And I want you to just work together on a car that's really going to knock the socks off of everybody. We got the big <sighs> shareholder meeting today. Oh, that sounds like him there. It's oh. a very polite knock. Yeah. Hey, boss. Hey. Hi. Hey, how's it going, Shelly? Great. Now, I know usually you two, you don't really talk at work. You sit all the way on the opposite ends of the room. But I feel like you're also sort of on the opposite ends of the spectrum, the gift card spectrum. So I want to I wanna bridge that. 
Let's find where that Venn diagram meets in the middle. Shelly, I'm not going to pretend to understand your style, but I respect you as a new card maker. Thank you. I mean, somebody has to try to change the game, right? So I, I mean, I consider myself a pioneer and I respect your years and years of service. An actual pioneer in this game. One of the first people who wrote greeting cards. Not, I mean, not to be disrespectful, but you haven't changed your format in what, 30 years? 35 years? 35, yeah. So, I mean, aren't you bored? Aren't you bored of just writing Merry Christmas, Happy New Year? (laughs) You see, this is... (laughs) People say, aren't you bored? When you have passion for something and you love doing something, you don't feel boredom with it. You know you're exactly where you belong. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. What more do you need to say? That's classic. That's classic, Jerry. It's classy. Whereas like uh, Christmas is boring. Hashtag boring. I mean, it's I don't understand it. It sells well with the youth. It's sarcastic. You know, like you could Instagram it, which is what the kids do. With their things. I don't pretend to understand it fully, but I know that you've got to put hashtags. You've got to use twisted forms of humor. My next idea I'm actually really excited about. I was thinking of some Hanukkah cards and I was thinking you could just say, Happy Hanukkah, motherfuckers. You know, it's the juxtaposition between a religious holiday. And it's funny. I think people will like it. I don't personally find humor in anything like that, but I do respect... See, but you're not my target demographic. I understand that. So... I would never buy a card containing anything like a hashtag. That just would not happen. What I would buy... Motherfuckers? You could put little stars so that if you want to be star- polite, so that it, you don't, you know, spell out How the... How about this? A stark red card. On the front. White text. Classic. Merry Christmas. Inside. Stark red card. White text. Happy New Year. They do go together. How is that different than your green card? That says, Merry Christmas. But you just described the differences right there. There's the stark green, with the white text on the front, Merry Christmas. Inside, stark green, white text, Happy New Year. Sorry, what I'm describing I'm... now is stark red, white text on the front, Merry Christmas. Inside, stark red, white text, Happy New Year. That's what I'm describing now. That's why the man is a genius. Right there. That's Christmas magic. See, but you're paying him so much money. And is he really innovating? Is he really being creative? I mean, I'm trying to bring some new life to this company, to this dying business. Paper cards? Who even buys paper cards anymore? My grandmother buys paper cards. All of her friends buy paper cards. See, okay, so he's... My grandfather buys paper cards and all of his friends as well. I'll have you know. So that's what I'm saying. We've got that age demographic locked down. And I'm trying to... I'm trying to bring in the youth. Yeah, like a car that's just like an MP3? Is that is that a car? I don't even know what that is. I'm old, so maybe I don't get it. I have heard of something called an SD card. I don't know if that relates to this, but... We just need to get cards that have funny sayings. They need to have maybe some cute animals okay. doing funny situations. I think that we need to open our horizons because okay. you might not think that that's funny. But a lot of people, I know a lot of people that do think that's funny. Your, your talk of opening horizons has inspired me. Yeah? I've thought of something that can maybe bridge the gap here. Let's hear it. Start green card. <sighs> White text. Merry Christmas. Inside. Stark red. Happy New Year. Jesus Christ. That's like the same card. card. That's Who, why it's the big cards. Cards combined into one. We don't pay you enough. 
You're getting a raise. Thank you. What? I've been thinking I deserved a raise since I walked in this office, quite frankly. You work like for two minutes a day. You show up, write the same card, and then leave. My mind is always working on cards, Shelly. There's no downtime for me. That's commitment. I see you. What about me? I'm here 14 hours. I'm trying to keep my finger on the pulse of the youth. Oh yeah, you with your fancy science, your in, your your post engagements, your your quality metrics. I, this is my, you might as well be speaking French to me because I don't even. That's just you might as well be speaking robot. A robot's a thing yet. I'm old. Do we have those? If I do buy a robot, you know what I want it to look like? Start green, white buttons. I'd probably go with the white robot with the green buttons, but hey, wow. it's up to you. It's up to you. Mind blown. I don't design robots. I design greeting cards. That's where my passion lies. I'm really sorry, but I quit. I'm going to go try to get a job at Hallmark. I think my talents would be better appreciated there. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it had to come to this. I understand. Jerry, can you write her up a farewell card? What about this? Stark red card. You have reached the conclusion of the final episode of the Dan and Jordan Show of 2017. Thank you for listening. We hope you had so much fun here on Edmonton's best local station, gradio.ca. And most importantly, we want to say a huge thank you to Rachel for being here. Anything you want to plug for us, Rachel? Or shout out or promote or... I heard your previous show's people saying, oh, follow me on Instagram or do the Twitter thing. And I don't do that. If you want to follow Rachel, you're going to have to find her walking down the street and just walk behind her. That's the only way. But you can follow Jordan and I at Good Improv on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, one and all. We hope you have a fantastic end to the 2017 year. And we hope 2018 is even better. Keep it fun in the new year, and we'll see you in 2018.